Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. And on this program, we discuss such important subject matters, such as how do you remain independent in your own home? How do you choose a senior care community if you should need that? And when when should you consider moving to a senior care community? How to pay for the high cost of senior care. We review many legal issues such as uh, elder planning, uh, excuse me, elder law and estate planning. We also discuss how to care for the caregiver. So if you're listening to us on the radio, streaming us online or listening to a podcast after the fact, again, thanks so much for tuning in and being here today. I really appreciate you. If you need help with placement services from my firm, Senior Care Consulting, or if you want to learn more about the services provided by one of our very knowledgeable Eligible guests. You can reach us on our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget to uh, visit us uh, online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. We've updated the website. We're getting a lot of real positive feedback. So let us know what you think and uh, good information on there as well. All right, so without any delay, I want to jump right in with my special guest this week, Dr. Jared Dirks with Crossroads Hospice. He heads up the palliative care program. Uh, Dr. Dirks, thanks for being here today. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much, uh, much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here and uh, discuss the gospel of palliative care. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Doctor, you have uh, a, just an excellent story in just the short time that we've been here in the studio, uh, and I would just love for you to share some of that with our listeners about your background and then what led you to Crossroads Hospice and palliative care? Um, well, it's a, it's a great question. So I, I'm a family practice doctor. I grew up in a small town in southeast Missouri, and I grew up uh, working with my grandfather, who was a pharmacist and always wanted to touch people and help people. And I saw how he really was able to uh, help people with their journey uh, and their, uh, uh, with their diseases in healthcare states at the end of life. As I jumped into medicine and finished residency. I really quickly learned that family practice, it was so difficult to make a living because we had to see so many patients in a day. Mm -hmm. And with seeing so many patients, sometimes the patients that needed me the most weren't the ones that I saw the most frequently. Ah. And uh, so that was a real uh, opportunity for me uh, and Crossroads to kind of we've this palliative care program. It's a very new program mm -hmm. within the past two or three years. I've been with Crossroads for about uh, 10 years now as a hospice medical director, but really the palliative care for the past two or three. And so with this new program, we've been able to really help 
the the sickest of the sick, the people that need our help help the most, the people that need us to hold their hand and help them navigate the complicated uh, medical uh, system we have now. So uh, that's why I, I'm here. I'm really excited about the the opportunity to to continue to be impactful to our Kansas City area and help patients uh, that need our help the most. Excellent. And and I think so if I had to uh rephrase everything you just said in a nutshell, uh quality over quantity. Correct. Uh, I mean you you see a lot of residents through crossroads, but uh, all right, so for example, my uh, my wife is an RN in a really busy family practice uh, just with one physician, 35 to 40 patients a day and they are all just running their tails off all day. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of patients to see in a single day. Absolutely. And there's so many variables that go into people's health care, not only their medicine, but their financial aspect, their social aspect. And what do they want? And we do so so much to patients. And sometimes more isn't more. And letting the patient drive their health care is more important than anything else. And so we really get to understand the patient's values, where they want to go with their health care and how they want to get there to that end journey. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so let's start off, uh, Dr. Dirks, with uh, 101, because I'll guarantee you most people probably haven't even heard the term, and if they've heard the term, they don't understand it. What is palliative care? Great question. Uh, so palliative care uh, is, what does the word palliate mean? The word palliate means to relieve symptoms. Okay. And so if you go to your doctor uh, uh, and you have a viral bronchitis or a, and he treats you with some medication for a cough suppressant, he's palliating your symptoms. He's okay. not curing you, but he's helping you feel better. Treating the symptoms. Treating yep. the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So that's what the word palliate means. Palliative care is really uh, taking care of people's symptoms with chronic diseases. So- uh, I think we were discussing a little bit earlier, but seven out of 10 physicians cannot tell you there's difference between hospice, which is truly end of life care yeah. and palliative care. Those terms are used synonymously in, in medicine. Even when I was in residency, I couldn't distinguish the two, but palliative care is very, uh, is a upstream type of service that is, you know, five to five, 10, 20 years out from uh, premortem. And so really we're trying to help those patients that, that are heading that direction with so many health diseases, health states, get the help they need at that time. So, so when we talk about uh, hospice and we've talked about all sorts of uh, crossroads hospice programs and, and I love the, uh, the, um, the gift of a day, by the way. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I love that. And I, you know, I, I follow Crossroads on Facebook and, and, um, and, and I just see all of these, these beautiful stories and I, it just, it blows me away and it brings me to tears usually. And, uh, it, and it's, it's phenomenal. Oh, and, uh, who was it? The a country singer. I just saw one. Uh, was it, um, oh shoot, I'm gonna have, on the break, I'm gonna have to get on Facebook. Okay. Was it Dirks or, uh, Dirks Bentley? Maybe, uh, I'm gonna have to find out, but, uh, he made a surprise visit to a Crossroads Hospice, uh, patient and just surprised the heck out of her. And the look on her face of like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it was just, uh, it, it was, it was awesome. So, uh, but, uh, anyway, I'm getting off track. <laughs> but, uh, so, so who, who can benefit from from palliative care and and give us some examples of that, I guess. And we've this is an um, uh, interesting time in, in medicine because uh, fifty years ago we didn't live as long and we didn't have as many disease states. 
Most of us have one or two disease states, hypertension, diabetes, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, arthritis. And so we live with these diseases for a long time. And, and really, it, it, it's helping those patients understand their disease states, what their options are with their disease states, and to help them feel better with all of their disease states, taking everything uh, globally and looking at the patient holistically together and putting it together. So I call it kind of old school family practice because Mm -hmm. that we truly take a responsibility of knowing the patient, knowing what's important to them and knowing what their disease states are and letting them understand what they are. Taking that information from the cardiologist, from the pulmonologist, the oncologist, and giving it back to the patient so they can understand it and make an educated decision on their health care. And on the ongoing treatment. And on the ongoing treatment, absolutely of the uh, of the symptoms, and in uh, a lot of times, I mean, if uh, it, the disease may not be you know immediately fatal, I mean, you can live with many pretty bad diseases for decades, uh, but you, you, the quality of life, then you have to look at that and you have to manage the symptoms, and that's what uh, that's what we're talking about here. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and so with hospice. Care that's just very very different. That is truly end of life. So so how how is hospice then very very specific and, and, and different than palliative care? Uh, great question. Um, when I think of hospice, and I I'm teaching my medical students or my residents or my nurse practitioners, if you think someone's hospice appropriate, you ask yourself, do you see that patient here in one year? Okay, okay, and you know with all the things that are happening. Do you think they're going to live to be here in a year? If they're not, they're hospice appropriate, most likely. Okay. All right. Now, what about these really sick patients that you think are going to be here for a year to five years to 10 years? That's truly what palliative care, that niche is, mm-hmm. because they have a lot of disease states. They can't get to their family practice doc or internal medicine doc as, as much as they need to. And we're kind of that gap. We're an extra set of eyes and ears to help them navigate their healthcare journey. So it's really another layer over and above the current treatment and the current physician that you're seeing. Correct. Uh, one of the things that I always get asked is, well, are you replacing the family practice doc? Are mm-hmm. you replacing the primary care doc? Yeah. Absolutely not. We're trying to work side by side with that physician to help them help you. And so if they know what's going on in the home or in the nursing home and the assisted living, we can be an extra set of eyes and ears. They can better take care of you. So we try to partner with the primary care physicians and the family practice internal medicine docs to let them know what's happening with that patient. Okay. All right. That's excellent. And then as far as the insurance coverage, uh, is this covered by Medicare and most insurance uh, programs? Absolutely. So uh, most people know that hospice is a Medicare benefit, mm-hmm. and um, we are uh, we don't have a specific benefit under CMS at this time. So our palliative care program is really focused on uh, 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 any insurance, Medicaid, Medicare, mm-hmm. and even insurance. But it's billed as an outpatient um, uh, visit. Okay. And so you'll have a copay with it sometimes, but yes, we can take any insurance. All right. Excellent. Crossroads Hospice. Reach out to Crossroads Hospice. It is a fantastic organization. There are so many different programs. Uh, some of them are, are, are just, just amazing. Uh, when we've usually, we, we've actually, we've discussed several of them here on the program, including the palliative care program. 816-333-9200. Crossroads Hospice serves the entire metro area and a lot of other metro areas. Uh, but, uh, we're, our focus here is in the Kansas City and extended metro area. 
area, 816-333-9200. And now the Senior Care Life Question of the Week. Hospice and palliative care must be delivered in a nursing home. Is this statement true or false? The answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are always standing by. You can call this phone number literally 24 hours a day and a real person answers the phone. How about that? Oh, going old school here on Senior Care Live. Uh, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream the program to any electronic device. Super easy to do. Go to Senior Care Live. Dot com. Click on the giant microphone just right there on the on the main page or the listen live button. Give it a few seconds to connect and boom, you are in. It'll be streaming straight to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have. And it really is that simple. All right. Back to the senior care live question of the week. Hospice and palliative care must be delivered to a patient in a nursing home. Is this statement true or false? And the answer is false. That is false. All right. And Dr. Dirks, tell us why that statement is false. They can be delivered wherever your home is, whether that is a residential uh, uh, home or that is an assisted living, an independent living or a nursing home. Mm-hmm. All services on the palliative and hospice can be delivered in every uh, aspect. Wherever you are in your journey, we can yep. deliver those services. All right. And, and it's amazing. That's one of those uh, kind, of, kind of myths. Uh, I do a segment here once in a while called, called Myth Versus Fact. I guess we could have, we could have uh, uh, done it that way as well. But uh, there are just a lot of uh, m- things that are misunderstood, and that's one of them. We have to have – you can only get hospice or palliative care when you are in a nursing home. Well, no. It's wherever your home is. <laughs> You, you can get these uh, valuable services. Absolutely. And really, we, we encourage people uh, to, to get palliative care services earlier than later. Uh, those palliative care uh, consults that we get usually have a better outcome for the patient. So mm-hmm. we actually can improve their symptom management and outcomes. Uh, what outcomes is longevity staying in the home? Because if their goal is to stay in the home Absolutely. as long as possible, yep. we can help them do so. We can. Everybody wants to stay home. Absolutely. <laughs> be, until you have to move. And if you have to move, we have some great places here. Uh, but I think most people want to stay at home. And if this will help you stay at lo- home longer, why wouldn't you call Crossroads Hospice? Absolutely. And so it's not only the medical care that we really provide. We also really look at the social determinants of health, which is, you know, your, uh, do you have electricity? Do you have problems paying your bills? Do you have problems understanding what your medications are? Do you have a hard time remembering me- your medications? Do you need to have home health involved? Do you need uh, services to help you get food to your house? 
Do you need, uh, so we offer all these different things, not only medical help, but we look at the other reasons that people fail in the home. So you're looking at really the, the whole picture, uh, and, and then making referrals or, or, you know, bringing in some other services to supplement, uh, to make sure that that person can age in place in their home or stay there for a longer period of time safely. Absolutely. You know, and with our, uh, the goals of palliative care, and I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Is yeah, one yeah. is, is, uh, you know, our, our number one goal is to improve the patient's life and satisfaction. That's our number one goal. Our second goal is to, uh, help that patient have a better outcome, which an outcome is whether that is staying at home longer or living longer or having symptoms managed. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is we're trying to do is help that patient, uh, mitigate cost. Okay. And so, you know, if we can reduce one hospitalization, we can save an average hospitalization in Kansas City is $37,000. Holy cow. <laughs> so if I can reduce yeah. one hospitalization a month, we can save the healthcare system big, 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 big money. Um, and with with as hot of a topic as healthcare is right now, um, I, I, palliative care should be a, a program that is just, I, I suspect it's underutilized if I had to guess. I don't know that. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, I mean, if, if someone qualifies for that, I mean, you have to reach out to Crossroads and, and ask about palliative care and, and how you qualify. Absolutely. And that's one of my biggest obstacles is, is getting out to not only the, uh, the population, but the medical medical population yeah. and talking to them about what palliative care and the benefits and the benefits their patient uh, can re, uh, can uh, can have with the palliative care consult and, uh, and with and so for the for the physicians uh, a lot of physicians do listen to this program a lot of nurses therapists a lot a, a large number from our medical community do listen to this program they also refer this program to their their patients and a lot of their clients and so if if you're listening if there is any question about palliative care what is it if you would like to have a presentation uh, doctor do you do you go out and talk to some of these uh, groups and maybe offer some some education or maybe someone from crossroads can do that absolutely uh i am more than happy to come out if there's a group of physicians or yeah. medical staff that needs uh, some education on what the services we provide and mm-hmm. how it can benefit the uh the population, I am more than happy to do so. So please reach out to us, uh, Crossroads Hospice and Palliative Care, 816-333-9200, and uh, we can get that scheduled. All right, Crossroads Hospice, 816-333-9200. On the Kansas side, Missouri side, and north of the river, they cover the entire extended metro area. And you know what? I was uh, I was on uh, Crossroads Hospice. By the way, it's crossroadshospice.com if you want to check out the website. It's an excellent website. And there is actually a really neat, if you click on the palliative uh, care uh, button, then there's a uh, there's a five-question Kind of a kind of a survey, uh, and you and it asks different questions, and then you answer, and then you move to the next question. It only takes maybe a minute, uh, not, maybe not even that, and then it'll say whether or not you qualify for palliative care. It's a really cool tool that you have on the web on the website. Thank you. Yeah, it's been uh, very helpful to to help patients understand if they can benefit from our palliative care services. But I, I really, you know, I want also that that's not the only way you can qualify. So if you have a life threatening, uh, uh, limiting illness or a, a disease state that's not letting you do the things you want to do, you still qualify. So just because that tool, which we hope gets people interested, but yeah. also there's yeah. other ways to get to qualify as well. 
And so give us some examples of uh, maybe some someone with a particular diagnosis who okay. may qualify for palliative care. So give give our listeners an, an example of, of and they may hear that and say, oh, well, I might qualify for that. So. So we had a patient that uh, we uh, got involved with at a hospital here. Uh-huh. A hospitalist asked us to come see the patient, and, yep. the ho- and the patient was readmitted to the hospital numerous times. Yep. Yep. After kind of exploring, she had a condition called COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, where she couldn't breathe. Changes in the temperature, changes in the uh, barometric pressure would set her off, smoking. Um, so we were able to identify that the reason she failed at home was because uh, she did not have the understanding of how to take her medication. Uh-huh. And when the hospitalist discharged with her medication, she was not able to, uh, she didn't have the machine she needed to, to, to breathe in the medication. Yep. So our team went in, uh, a nurse practitioner, social worker, uh, RN and a doctor, uh, all we Figured out we could get her a machine. She started taking her medication. She has not been back in the hospital in two years. See, and that's amazing. And these med- the the medication is uh, real is fairly inexpensive. Uh, the machine is fairly inexpensive, and so you had a, kind of an intervention, and then you were able to do some education and prevent uh, hospitalizations and improve her quality of life. That's fantastic. Absolutely, Doctor Jared Dirks with Crossroads Hospice. He heads up their palliative care program. You can reach out to Doctor Dirks and the awesome team at Crosswoods Hospice at 816-333-9200, 816-333-9200. And Dr. Dirks, thanks so much for being here today. Man, that went fast, didn't it? It did. I can't <laughs> thank you enough for having me on today. If you ever need me to come back, uh, let me know, and I'll come back and chit chat some more. I would love to. I will definitely give you a call. And we'll have a lot more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so you can call literally 24 hours a day. That number again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, you want to share the program with someone else, or maybe you just want to hear it again and take another listen because maybe you're trying to make notes and you missed that and you're like, oh man, I need to listen to that again. No worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and there you will find all of the previously aired episodes. So, uh, and just as kind of a, a PSA, right? Public service announcement. So today's program, give us a few days to get it up and, and upload it on the website and created. So give us to Monday or Tuesday and then we'll have that up for you. And then at that point, you can listen to this one again, but you can hear everything else previous to that. It's already on the website. So, and just another quick, just a special thanks to Dr. Jared Dirks. He heads up their palliative care program at Crossroads Hospice. And I'll tell you what, and I would love to have Dr. Dirks in again, uh, because there are just so many stories just off the mic. He was telling me so, so much uh, information I would love for him to share. But you just talk about a positive impact 
of the quality of life with someone living with a chronic ongoing condition and ongoing disease. So the lady you talked about who has COPD, so she probably has oxygen, et cetera, et cetera. They were able to intervene and set her up with the breathing treatments and the machine that delivered the medication, the nebulizer, and that prevented her uh, constant rehospitalization. So just think about this. And you talk about an amazing improvement in the quality of life. She breathes better. She feels better. She's not going to the hospital. Who of us would just, we just love going to the hospital, right? Eh, wrong. We do not, we hate going to the hospital. And, and they were able to, to prevent a, a lot of these just, just ongoing rehospitalizations. That's just one patient that they see. And he was also talking about, and I just loved this. You know, he said, when I was in family practice, I mean, I mean, I, I loved it, but my original concept was to help people. It just, it deeply and just get to know them and really and truly help them. And when he was in family practice, and there's nothing against family practice, but he just had to see so many patients that he wasn't able to really get connected and really involved at a deeper level and being uh, with Crossroads Hospital. Hospice in the palliative care program offers him the opportunity to do that. And I'll tell you what, if you are, are have an ongoing chronic disease management issue, you should seriously reach out to Crossroads Hospice and just check it out and see if you qualify. Check out, you know, how it's paid for, et cetera. But give them a call at 816-333-9200. Tell them that you heard about the palliative care uh, program here on Senior Care Live. They'll get you to the right person to talk to. And if your organization would like a, a presentation on palliative care and how that works with Crossroads Hospice. Again, 816-333-9200 and one of their representatives will come out and maybe Dr. Dirks himself will come out and talk to your group and tell you all about that. You really seriously should do that. It's a fantastic program and I just don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. So give them a call. All right, so I'm going to shift gears here. I want to talk about the VA aid and attendance benefit. We talk about this from time to time. This falls under one of our core categories of how to pay for the high cost of senior care. And I'm just always amazed at how many people I meet uh, every day, every week, every month, and every year who do not know about this incredible, phenomenal benefit. It's just not advertised. I guess we could call this a form of advertisement. Um, but are, are just really spreading the word. The aid and attendance benefit is there to help a veteran uh, or their surviving spouse pay for the high cost of care. And so uh, along with not really being um, well known, I would say most veterans and their families listening to this right now, this may be the first time you've ever heard about this. Okay, but through my firm, Senior Care Consulting, I discuss this with my clients Every single time I sit down, whether they become a client or not, we talk about this and I let folks know about this. So the VA aid and attendance benefit, there are some different pieces to this. There's a military requirement, a financial requirement, and then you have to uh, then you have to also need uh, care in a certain amount of care. So you can't say, oh, hey, I, I was a veteran. Give, give me some send me some money. Well, it, it, that's not the program. That's not this program. All right, so the military requirement uh, 
on the VA aid and attendance benefit that will pay money to help you pay for your cost of your senior care. Military requirement served at least 90 consecutive days active duty. All right, so 90 days or more, at least one of those days during a period of war. And most of my clients uh, come from World War II. That was their experience or the Korean War. Uh, Recently, I actually worked with a family and their dad served in the Vietnam War. So uh, so starting to see a few Vietnam vets qualify for this, but most of my clients through senior care consulting uh, served in World War II and the Korean War. So um, and then and then the other part of the military requirement, so 90 consecutive days active duty, at least one day during a period of war, and then uh, not dishonorably discharged. So you know, most of my uh, most of my clients have been honorably discharged, but there are other types of discharges, medical discharges, et cetera, that are okay. And so uh, then you have the financial requirement. So uh, you have to look at your assets. If if your assets are too high, you won't uh, meet it. But uh, it, this is kind of similar to some of the conversations that we've had about Medicaid. So they have exempt assets. And then they have countable assets. So your house is exempt, a car, all the stuff in your house. Uh, and there's a list of those. But the countable assets that we're looking at, primarily we're looking at liquid assets. So checking, savings, money market, mutual fund CDs, uh, other investments, et cetera. So a couple can have you know around 80000 in liquid assets, an individual around 40000 And then sometimes I've had people say, no, the individual can have around eighty. So I am personally a little confused by, by that uh, but from what I've been told, straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, is eighty thousand and forty thousand. So we're going to stick with that. And the reason I say about eighty and about forty is that the VA actually uses an actuarial table uh, to calculate exactly how uh, what that dollar amount, how much a, a, the person or the couple can have. So if you're younger, you can have more. If you're older, you can have less. But it's that the, those numbers are close. And then to qualify for the maximum amount, and then this one's a little bit tough, a little bit tricky here. We have some government math coming, so hold on to your hat. <laughs> your, your monthly income must be a negative number. And you're like, well, what are you talking about? Uh, so you have to calculate your income for VA purposes, your IVAP. And so here's what you do. You take your monthly income and that's, uh, you know, social security and maybe some, some pension, like a pension dollar uh, amount that you have coming in. Uh, but add those together and then you deduct your unreimbursed medical expenses, such as the cost of care, cost of insurance, other medical related costs. So again, for, for my clients, their cost of care in assisted living or the nursing home level of care, that is considered an unreimbursed medical expense. You could also be paying out of pocket for private duty care to come into your home and help you out in your home and not have to move anywhere. Well, the, and that's around 20 to $22 an hour in our area. That cost on a monthly basis is also considered an unreimbursed medical expense. So let's say that you have $2,000 a month, uh, and that's your income, $2,000 a month, and your unreimbursed medical expenses uh, are, let's say, $2,500. So you might be paying $2,500 a month for your home care. If you take the $2,000 minus 
2500 your income is negative 500 in this example and i know numbers don't go over well on the radio but that's a pretty straightforward income minus unreimbursed medical expense if that number is negative $1 or worse in this example is negative $500 then you will qualify for the maximum reimbursement every single month But then you can't just do this. You have to be receiving care. So that's the unreimbursed medical expense. And you have to need assistance with at least two what's called activities of daily living. So here's a very common list. And this is also uh, very consistent with uh, triggering your long-term care insurance benefit. But uh, if if you need assistance with bathing, like bathing or showering, uh, mobility, so you know, walking or transferring, and transferring means help moving from point A to point B. Uh, the next one is incontinence care. Uh, it, it's it's very common to have incontinence uh, issues, even if it's an accident here or there or a full time situation. Uh, help with your eating, right? So eating food and drinking water and and, and fluids. Uh, help toileting, so just using uh, the toilet and the restroom, or help getting dressed. Putting your socks and your shoes on and your, your pants, your shirt, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so if you have to be paying for care and that care is helping you with at least two items on that list. So you need help with your bathing and showering or grooming. You need help with your mobility and transferring. You need help with incontinence care. You help need help with eating, uh, using the toilet or the restroom, and help getting dressed. So two or more of that list, and that's another trigger. And then right after the break, I'll continue with more information about the VA Aid and Attendance Program. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. And I uh, want to continue the uh, the thought process and the information uh, regarding the VA aid and attendance benefit. And it's just an excellent program that helps veterans and surviving spouses of a veteran uh, pay for the high costs of senior care. So we touched on uh, most of the main points here. Once you've cleared all of the hurdles, so the financial qualification, the military service qualification, uh, and then uh, the the your your income is actually the way you calculate the the IVAP is negative and you need help uh, with at least two of the activities of daily living and you're paying for that care which is now an unreimbursed medical expense what does it pay so for a single veteran can receive up to $1788 a month a married veteran can receive up to $2120 a month and the surviving spouse 
of a veteran could receive up to $1,149. So, uh, you know, that that's a lot of money. A lot of times that can make the difference between being able to stay home or having to move to a senior care community. And I've also had several examples within my own firm with Senior Care Consulting where we've uh, we, we've helped a family get signed up for this this benefit and it's helped and it's helped them remain at the assisted living level for many many months longer than if they would have not qualified not known about this and not received this money so it can make it can really stretch out a small amount of money and help you stay at assisted living for a much longer period of time uh, you can make all right so Steve well what if we have uh, you know we're, we're a couple what if we have over 80,000 well you and I am not providing legal advice to you okay <laughs> but I get this I get this question all the time can you make a gift that would reduce your assets to that 80,000 mark or that 40,000 mark and then qualify for the VA and uh, aid and attendance benefits. So uh, the the short answer is uh, yes, but uh, however, you <laughs> there are some potential uh, issues with that. And there are also, uh, I keep hearing about some major changes that are being discussed that could totally change that answer. Right now you can still do that, uh, but they're talking about a Medicaid-style look-back period uh, that would prevent folks from doing that. And if you want to make a gift in order to qualify for the VA aid and attendance benefit, you must be very, very, very. How many times, Ron, can I say very on the radio without getting turned off? Ron says, I'll give you a 10. So, (laughs) but be very careful as you do not want to potentially cause a Medicaid penalty situation for you and your family down the road. Because let's say you do make a gift, you qualify for the VA aid and attendance benefit, maybe the gift has not been structured properly, and in the next five years, you're out of money, you need to qualify for Medicaid and move to a nursing home, you don't want that gift to set up a Medicaid penalty, which uh, will cause you lots and lots of financial headaches down the road. So I always, always and forever recommend discussing the whole concept of gifting to qualify for VA aid and attendance benefit and, of course, for Medicaid. Uh, but we're talking about the VA aid and attendance benefit. Recommend discussing this with a qualified and experienced elder law attorney. They're worth every single penny that you will pay them to help you navigate through this and do it properly uh, with a lot of forethought as to some of the issues that could come up down the road. So who do you call? Uh, call a qualified, experienced elder law attorney. Uh, you could also go to an awesome website. It's NALA.org, N-A-E-L-A, National Academy of Elder Law Attorney, uh, Attorneys.org. So NALA.org, and you can find uh, qualified elder law attorneys in your area. So who do you contact for assistance in applying for the VA aid and attendance benefit. Here's my recommendation. You can do what you'd like to do, of course. I always recommend contacting our friends downtown at the VFW, their national headquarters right here downtown Kansas City, and they have veteran service officers and just wonderful people there who will help you. They'll walk you right through the program. They'll make sure that they're filing a clean 
application with no mistakes, and uh, and they'll coach you through that. It will not cost you a single penny. They are veterans advocates, and they are there to help you qualify for any and all uh, uh, programs uh, and benefits that you may qualify for. So here's the number. Write this one down for sure, 816-968-1153. That's to the VFW National Headquarters right here in downtown Kansas City, 816-968-1153. Let me say this. I would, uh, in, in my opinion, I I would not do this. Beware of some companies out there that are offering to help you with the aid and attendance benefit and then turn around and try to sell you some of their products and services. Uh, I've had some people explain that as it felt like a bait and switch. Uh, here, let's, look, we're going to help you. We're waving our flag and we're very patriotic and we're going to help you with this VA aid and attendance benefit. Oh, by the way, uh, let's take a look at your investments. Let's take a look at your insurance. Let's take a look at your, you know, in, insert, uh, name there and and uh, and we want to show you what we can do for you and then some people feel obligated they just feel uncomfortable because that's not why they why they contacted these folks so uh, i would i i would just bypass all of that i would go straight to the vfw uh, for that application all right and then i was going to spend more time i'm just going to touch on this today uh, i was even thinking about a, a consumer alert but uh, again when i run into this throughout the week uh, if if i'm running into it then that means that a lot of other people also have questions uh, i had a super nice lady uh, uh, talk about memory care and she said well if you're in assisted living uh, and and then you go to memory care shouldn't that be covered by medicaid and we've talked about this quite a bit uh, medicaid is more than happy to pay uh, for the nursing home level of care but uh for all practical purposes here on the program they don't pay for assisted living now there are a few little footnotes to that i'm not going to get into that today uh, but but they'll pay for the nursing home level and so she was equating and just because she didn't know and this is a very common thing i run into all the time that's why we're talking about it or touching on it today she was equating memory care with nursing home and and that's not the case memory care is a special type of care for cognitively impaired residents with alzheimer's dementia there are lots of different types of dementia but you've got the short-term memory loss you may have behaviors you may be an elopement risk uh and and lots of and and you've got the super short attention span you need to be redirected there's a lot to memory care but let me say memory care can be found at four distinct levels of care at the nursing home level at the assisted living level at the residential care level and at the home plus level of care so memory care is not a place and it's not a level of care it's a type of care a special type of care for someone who has cognitive impairment living in those four different levels of care. So uh, hopefully hopefully that wasn't as clear as mud. <laughs> hopefully that that helps out. And if you, again, if you have questions on that, you could call me at any time. And to everyone listening, I'm so honored you spent part of the day, uh, part of your day tuning into this program. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.